When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality, the podcast where actors, filmmakers, critics, and content creators come on and discuss one of their favorite films. I'm your host, Ben. Before we get started, make sure you are subscribing to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you can, do it on iTunes. That would really help us out a lot. Review us, rate us, do all that. Uh, today we had a very fun episode with actor Galen Howard. We talked 1967's The Graduate, directed by Mike Nichols, starring Dustin Hoffman and Bancroft and several others, obviously. But yeah, we had a great discussion. Very insightful points from Galen. He was a terrific guest, and he kind of blew blew my mind with some of the uh, symbolism he brought up in this film. It's one of his favorites of all time, so it was great to hear the passion coming from him. Also heard about uh, some projects he's worked on in the past, so you can uh, hear all those and find out where to find him on any streaming platforms to check out some of his work. But uh, here is my conversation with Galen Howard on The Graduate. Enjoy. Now, obviously, with the world ending and COVID and all this, when when is the last time you've actually been on a film set, TV set, anything like that? Um. Well, um, there's been I, I've I've been on a couple of you know modified uh, film sets. Um, in uh, you know, uh, in the last month or so, you know, you know, there's there's still a few things. Um, there's a, you know, there's a few things being picking up right now. There's been you know some some things. I mostly of what I've worked on has been um, kind of on the smaller end. A couple um, a couple little short films and um, a couple music videos. Um, you know, so there's 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 been. Um, there's been like lower level stuff, some things they can more maintain and contain, you know, sure. when you, when you're, we are getting into the, getting into the larger productions. It's, um, you know, there's, there's just, there's just so much more as far as like the, the testing and all the, and all the, um, all the safety equipment and, um, you know, to, uh, keeping everyone isolated and um, all of those all of those things. So, um, so it's been, it's been limited, but, um, right. you know, it's very, um, it's definitely, it's very different now. It's very different with, um, you know, everyone, everyone yeah. keeping distance, everyone, everyone masked, you know, all the procedures have, have changed, you know, thankfully most sets, you know, everyone is required to get tested beforehand. So it's a very different world. I mean, I was, right. I was on a couple sets at the beginning of the year and it was, it was very different. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I don't know if you've had situations this year or since COVID that you've had to return to set. But if you do, 
like do you have to get tested again or do they like have you kind of like in a bubble during filming or, or that you know of hearing from your you know peers or anything like that like how sports sure. is doing they got um, like the bubble <laughs> yeah the bubble exactly um i and i haven't had to do that most uh, the most everything i've had has has been like one day you know, maybe. And I, uh, you know, I have a film I'm going to be doing, um, next month. That's uh, you know, a few days. So that's, um, so that's going to be out of town. And so everyone's going to be isolated and, um, contained during that time. So you're basically right. just, you know, going from set to the Airbnb back and forth. And, and so that's, you know, they're sure. pretty much, uh, you know, monitoring everything. So it's just contained, you know, making sure everything is contained. There's no outside variables. Um, I have, um, so, you know, friends of mine are, you know, some, some have worked on, um, on larger sets. There's some television shows that are, um, getting, going back into production. So, you know, I've heard of some where, yeah, you, they, they require, um, a certain level of, um, uh, isolation, you know, you know, quarantining, you know, some, some they require like two weeks before. I don't. I don't know if they're still doing that. I don't know if they can afford to do that always. But there's there's some. I think the lar- the the longer sets. You know. I think you know everyone. Um, uh, you know quarantines for the um, you know at least a week prior, and um, and then it's yeah. It's you're basically you're you basically have a bubble. You're basically you know going going to and from set, and that's it. So, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's sure. It's very different. Yeah. I mean, going from, yeah, because I was wondering how they were going to do that. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense if you're, you know, going to be filming something for a while mm-hmm. to just stay put, you know, and that's, that's what you committed to. And that's, that's what you're going to do. That's what you I commit mean. to. Right. I mean, it seems like, yeah. A, yeah, exactly. And it seems like you would have to do that kind of in a sense. Uh, Anyways, if you're on location shooting, you know, you're going to be in the same place, you know, obviously you can probably go out more and exactly, you know, and I mean, things are, things are limited enough right now. It's like, it's not like you're, it's not like you'd be, you'd be going out and about otherwise, you know, I mean, where else would you go? So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, I guess the the only thing it becomes is if you, is if you have, you know, another, another job during that in like the week be period previous or something like that but at this point there's work is so limited it's like you know you 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 know when you get a job you take the job and that's you commit to that job so it's like there's not enough to really conflict or you know anything like that you know everyone's you know if it's um you know when when a good job comes along you just take it and you know because you we don't know we we don't know what's gonna you know how long this is gonna carry on so yeah, it seems like every every job field is there's something something different. It's it's oh. pretty pretty nuts and yeah, no, yeah, we're but, feeling it everywhere. I mean, you know, the ones. I mean, I'm happy for those who are able to you know work from home and pretty much stay you know relatively uninterrupted. But I mean, you know, for people with families and that sort of thing, I mean, working from home has its own set of um, you know complications. But it's you know it's yeah it's I mean everyone's affected one way or another, but. Um, you know, I mean, I think the, you know, the, you know, one of the uh, one of the frustrating things is I think especially like the you know the mid level independent films and that sort of thing, the kind of thing that I, the, the kind of work that I love, you know, the kind of you know where, where you know that kind of you know you get you get a lot of like really interesting work and a lot of that stuff is I think is being hurt the most because you know it's um, you know they don't you know when they're when they're pretty much you know self financed or with private investors it's it, it's hard to it's been hard for a lot of those productions to adjust to uh, the, 
um, to the price jump from all of oh, the sure. um, yeah. all the the safety requirements. I mean, it uh, you know, I mean, most of those mid level productions. I mean, they ne- you know their budget nearly doubles with the yeah. um, you know with with all of the COVID precautions. You know, the PPEs, the 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 um, the you know the safety coordinators. Um, right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you, you don't think of it that way. But yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, they're going to have to have to spend more money on on that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's definitely has to hurt. Yeah. And I think and- we see that and we're going to I think we I'm sure we're seeing that in all other fields, too. I mean, there's there's so yeah. much more that's required now. You know? Sure. Yeah. 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 It's definitely taking a hit on a lot it's of crazy. things. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, just something the new norm where we have to ex- accept for now. But you know, what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, now, absolutely. Obviously, we're gonna get to the title of the episode, folks. But I, real quick, I mean, uh, you know, you don't have to stay on it long. But you know, you even introduced yourself. To, you introduced yourself to me as a character actor. What's what's your definition of a character actor? That's uh, yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah. It's. I mean. I think for for me it all. <laughs> for me it always. Um, I, I think. I think for for me, kind of defining myself as a character actor. I mean. I think it always. It always started with what I wasn't. You know, and I always knew that I wasn't going to be the the typical leading man. I all. I, you know. I wasn't. I wasn't going to be the the typical romantic lead. I, I always identified with characters that were um, kind of left of center. I mean, I think a lot of, you know, for, for me, I mean, there's, there's certain levels of character actors. There's those that, you know, um, there's, there's those that you just see in television, film, everything in the, you know, the, the bit character roles, you know, the sort of the, you know, where, where it's, a, 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 you know, someone who can, is kind of chameleon-like is always kind of playing a, a you know a different um, you know different kind of character, usually an a, a kind of lower status character. Like you know, for for me, I I play you know would play a lot of you know kind of um, nebbishy working class kind of characters, a little put upon. You know, sometimes a you know a a, a somewhat an incendiary character. You know, thug. You know thuggish or weaselish, you know, kind of. <laughs> so it's it, the kind of people who, um, who who sift through the cracks and that sort of thing. I mean, you know, I've always, I, I identified so much with, you know, act, character actors like um, Steve Buscemi, people like that, um, who, um, you know, who, who are, you know, a, after a certain point were able to be a leading man in the independent world and the, and the secondary character in the, in the Hollywood mainstream world. And then, you know, was able to, you know, eventually, you know, you know, carry entire TV series. So, right. I mean, yeah, I was going to um, say, yeah, I mean, he, you know, totally carried Boardwalk Empire. He was totally, yeah, he was totally the lead of that. So don't sell yourself short, man, there. You could, you could get there someday. You never <laughs> no, know. never, you never. never. <laughs> but it's always, oh, no, no. And I'm not even saying that. I mean, I, I think it's, it's all, it's always like a matter of I think characters. It's really a matter of perspective. And I sure. think it's, um, and I guess why I love I love someone like Steve Buscemi is that he's um, is that is that he always he always takes things from a kind of a um, 
a put upon or marginalized perspective. He's the he's always the the passed over character, you know the sure. um, that uh, you know like that whole speech in in Godfather, you know, like I was passed over, you know, you know from from Kazali, oh. you know, he's you yep. know, and that's that's kind of that kind of sums up the whole character actor experience. The the you know, the that- one who's always who's uh, right. you know the door cl- he gets there right as the door closed you know i mean he's right. always uh, you know that's that's always the the character actor experience be it like you know john Cryer in um yeah in uh, pretty in pink or or whatever it's always the you know the the character who's just you know j- just 2 seconds too short too uh, too slow you know and yeah. i think i think when uh, when a character actor gets to you know like a, a paul giamatti or a philip seymour hoffman or someone like that gets to carry a film it's not you know they're not going to you know they're not going to tell a story you know because of the the face they have the experience they show in their eyes they're not going to um, not going to carry a story like someone like um like Ryan Gosling or Robert Redford or one of these people would. It's because that's right. not their story. You know, that's not the, right. there's a leading man story and there's a character actor story. And whether they're the lead of the film or not, you know, it's, they're going to tell a different story. So I think, oh, absolutely. And I just, I love those kind of stories that someone like Shemi tells or, you know, yeah. the, you know, those, um, you know, people like that, you know, even, even like someone like going back, like Elliot Gould, I think is like just, uh, oh, you know, wow, has yeah. this, had this yeah. wonderful kind of, presence you know that was that was always kind of um a, a little less um kind of, kind of you know second best you know the you know he's right. you know he gets the girl but you see him struggle you does nothing comes easy to those people and that's sure. i think what's yeah. always what's always interesting yeah no i love that and i think it's a, it's a perfect segue because i think because I, I think that there's um there's this very similar vibe in uh, dustin hoffman this in in this film particularly in the graduate right yeah he's not your typical you know this isn't your typical leading character you know this isn't your typical no you know um it's it's hard to well i I don't want to say hard to identify with him but it's it's things aren't perfect for him you know it's he's trying to find his way and by by the end we don't even know if he has found his way (laughs) yeah i mean i think in that way for a lot of people it's very easy to identify with i think it's a very relatable story yeah definitely definitely it's a I'm so glad you brought up the mm-hmm. Fredo uh, scene because I think that's that's one of my favorite acting scenes of all time. And yeah, it's from a character actor. Mm. Yeah, I was stepped over, you know, I was, you know, I'm smart. Yeah. I'm smart. You know, it's so I'm great. I'm smart. It wasn't supposed to be that way. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, oh. it's uh, yeah. Yeah. And it sums up everything. It sums up like the dynamics in the family because that that movie is all about family. Of course, it's sure. You know, no, and yeah. it's it sums up the whole the whole crux of the film and you know sure. why everything is stemming out all the actions that stem outward you know kind of you know um uh, you know kind of go back to that it's yeah Absolutely. It, yeah and i think and it's a and and there's and there's certain characters like john Cazale is such a you know he, you know he was so perfect for that part you know in our dog day afternoon episode we had a uh we had a debate with how to pronounce his name uh kazal kazali it sounds like you're saying kazali i've always so said I, think- I, I go back and forth i say i've said kazali kazal yeah i i yeah yeah, who if if someone um you know if if someone speaks up you know when they're watching when they're listening and say and says it's it's this you know i'll i'll i believe you you know but i've always said i go back and forth between kazal or or kazali yeah well i mean even even within the uh godfather movies it's either corleone or corleone you know so i mean it's (laughs) 
you know, it can be either right? or. It can be either or. So and you know what? Yeah, <laughs> but yes. whatever. You know, it's 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 what you want it to be. <laughs> exactly. But but the graduate. That's what we're talking about yeah. today, folks. I told you we'd get to it. Um, 1967, directed by Mike Nichols, Dustin yes. Hoffman, and Britt Bancroft, Catherine Ross, a uh, whole bunch of people you've probably seen in other movies. Yeah, a lot of great character actors in there too. Yeah, Murray Hamilton, Norman Fell, smaller parts. Yeah. So cool, yeah. And this is a movie you picked. Uh, obviously, we're going to get into the movie, but I got to know why this movie? Why did you pick this movie? This was one of my favorite films. You know, a, a film. You know, from an uh, from an early age. It was one of those that I discovered like right on the on the crux of adulthood. I think I actually I saw it like um, like right when I turned eighteen. I was um, I was at this um, kind of um, summer arts program um right right before my senior year and i ju- i I, tu- I turned 18 when i was there and uh you know it was of course you know that you know big big monumental you know uh turning point and so and i was it was the longest time i had been been away from home in a while it was this big um it was this it, it, this this huge kind of like art creative awakening for me you know being around relatively unsupervised environment you know you know being exposed to you know so many different kinds of of film and music and, and just, uh, you know, really beyond being immersed in what it meant to live a creative life. And, and then I think it was like, right at that time, I, I, you know, it was, it was, I was there for about a month. So it's, it's, it's this, you know, it's this little kind of like a, a microcosm, you know, of experience, you know, so you experience so much in a very short amount of time. So I, I, I think I had like a week long relationship with some girl I met and like, it was like right around that time that she like, she cut it off and I, you know, I was devastated and, you know, and so it was all of these things of like, you know, this is experience that, you know, you know, Benjamin is going through of like, you know, this is, here it is, this is adulthood and it's not, uh, nothing of what you thought it was going to be. Right. And so it just, and, and what, and what was so really resonated with me is just all of the awkwardness every this film is just so painfully awkward yep. and um you know every bit, you know the it's i mean it's a film centered around an adulterous affair and there is nothing sexy right. about it there's nothing glamorous about it it's uncomfortable it's so fucking uncomfortable every moment of it is just you just want it to be over you want it to be over for him and you know but you know you you know why he's doing it. You know why he has to, you know, you know, this, it's his only escape because he's been, been in this bubble of, you know, kind of the, you know, the middle upper class society of his, you know, of his parents and he's been contained in that. So he, you know, he doesn't, he, you know, you can tell like he, he's not, there's never anyone, you know, he went to four years of school, but, you know, you never once see him talking to anyone he met there. You never, you know, he made, you know, it's clearly, right. he made no friends. He has no, he has no connections. He has no sense of what he wants to do. He went to school and that was it. And, you know, I mean, like his, his father is, right. you know, says, and are you, you know, would you like to tell me what those four years of school were for? And he was like, he was like, yeah, good question. I don't fucking know. I mean, so it's just, <laughs> right. so he has nowhere yeah. to go. I mean, and so the so just the idea of for for one thing of just someone pursuing him, I think is is enticing, and you know, and the, yet it's still familiar. It's still you know, this is someone he he grew up right. with. So he's you know he's he's returning home. He's kind of returning to the womb in a sense. But you know, he's all he's it's 
but it's an it, it's an escape, you know. And um, yeah, and I think that there's that. There, I just I loved all of that. I lo- there's so much nuance in this film. I mean, yeah. I've done a lot of um, done a lot of podcasts talking about films, and um, you know, so I'll, I'll go take notes, you know, beforehand. And like with this one, I just I found myself just stopping every thirty seconds to write something down because every I just feel like every moment in this film is so perfect and so uh, you know you is so deliberate and there's just there is so much subtext behind just every every visual every moment in this film you can it's just it's just so yeah. dense. Yeah, I've always described it as mesmerizing. Mesmerizing is is just what I've always thought of it. Like it's just like. I'm watching it and just even at the beginning, you know, you got the, I mean, first of all, the, the famous, probably one of the most famous soundtracks Mm -hmm. in film history, you know, the Simon and Garfunkel uh, soundtrack, you know, you got sound of silence playing, you know, that's mesmerizing. I love what you brought up about uh, the affair, the, um, you know, them having the affair. He's, it's not glamorized. It's he's, he's not ever really, he's not happy during this whole affair Never. You know, he's, he's you know they show that whole montage of him just laying around the pool right. drinking beer which sounds sounds fun but he's alone <laughs> no. he's just doing it alone he's well, not, and yeah he's... <laughs> and and even when they're yeah and that whole that that montage is brilliant because you know goes in and out of you know there's the seamless cuts of him you know going from the pool into the you know, into the bedroom with Mrs. Robinson and, you know, it's all just kind of a blur. It's like clearly, you know, again, he's, he, you know, the only, his only intention is to escape and he's, um, sure. and, you know, and so he's, um, you know, so everything just kind of blurs together. And, you know, even when he's with her, you know, all we see is him basically, he's never engaged with her. He's just watching TV while she's, while she's getting dressed. And, you know, we only, we only see the whole the whole kind of situation. He's so passive; everything is just kind of passing him by, and he's not. It's sure. you know this whole idea of like you know this adulterous affair, this like you know scandalous affair. It's just it's depressing. It's depressing watching him go through it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's yeah. There's nothing like. You know, like, uh, you know, you got like, you know, frat guys, you know, around his age who would like nowadays applaud him like, oh, man, you you got this chick. man, This is awesome. (laughs) This is great. Like, it's it's nothing. It's nothing like that in this film at all. It's just it's just he's doing it, like you said, to escape. You know, he's just he's he's he's. He doesn't know what else to do with his life. You got the beginning with that party, the, them asking, you know, what are you doing with your future? What are you doing with your future? Right. What are you doing with your future? And it's just like, he's just like suffocated, you know, he, he doesn't know what to do. And then Mrs. Robinson seduces him. <laughs> exactly. And there, and like suffocation you bring up is like, I think a, a huge kind of theme in this film. Like when you see him, like the, all of the the scenes, like you see him like, you know, submerged by water. You've got that, and your zoom, your zoom profile right now. You've got that famous yep. shot of him. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, in the, um, you know, in the aquarium, and you know, it's, it's there's all these themes of him being submerged or surrounded by water. Like when he puts on the scuba outfit, you know, to, you know, to show off for, so his parents can show him off. It's such a surreal scene, and then you know, with him, him in the pool <laughs> really and, and and swimming in the pool, and like, yeah, it's all of this about him. 
you know, I mean, there's that great moment of like when when he's um, when he's in the scuba outfit and he's trying to get out. And they keep his parents keep pushing him back underwater. I mean, that's yeah, I mean, the, the symbolism. Yeah. I think that's so basic is so rich. I mean, it's oh, yeah, the, yeah. Like he said, he's just drowning. The symbolism, yeah. He's <laughs> being submerged. He's being <laughs> right. drowned by 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 his by his parents, by society. You know, he's just uh, right. You know, he's being you know he's completely just. Um, just overwhelmed he's just he's drowning and that's kind of what we how we see him the whole time is he's just he's just basically drowning and he's and i mean he kind of sees um you know this uh, this affair this fling as a um you know sort of a sort of a life raft you know at a moment but it's you know it definitely you know of course becomes anything but oh yeah Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it becomes way more, (laughs) way more than that, unfortunately. Now, you know, obviously you have the, you know, the, the famous, you know, Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. That whole part, you know, with, uh, the, like you explained earlier, the awkwardness of it. And it's just so like, he's, <laughs> I love when he's down the stairs and he's like, here, I got your purse. You can come down and get it. And right. he's like, all right, I'll just leave it at the top of the stairs. All right. I'll just leave it outside the bathroom door. He gave some negotiating. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, no, come up. Well, okay. I'll leave it on the, uh, I'll leave it. I'm leaving it downstairs. Okay. I'll leave it on the step. Okay. I'll, I'll leave it by the door okay i'll leave it in your you know and it's it, it, and then and then she of course end up literally has to trap him you know and it's, right yeah. It, it, yeah i mean it, the whole scene it's so i mean the the craft of that whole scene is just is so brilliant i mean it, it, i mean it plays almost like a you know he's you know it, it plays almost like a almost like a, you know like a murder mystery or like a thriller it's like how the you know how his right. character is being is being cornered and, and targeted, you know, it's, it, you know, the, the tension of it is, is, uh, is just, it's so thick. It's, and, and it's so satisfying that that moment when he's just cornered with her naked and in front of him and she basically, you know, says I'm available to you. And he's, and you yeah. know, just the, the <laughs> dread in his face of just like, Oh my goodness. Right. And, and then, you know, and then it's right after that, that, that scene, the, um, his birthday with the, um, when, when he's, uh, you know, when he's modeling the, the scuba outfit. And I, I love that scene because it's, there's no, there's no explanation why they put him in the scuba outfit, what, what that, what the significance right. of that was, why any of that. It's, it, it's so, it, it's so, it's so surreal in that regard. And, and right. so the end, but it's, but it gives him <laughs> I this, don't care. I don't care great... what, uh, how well off my parents were and how important they were. If, they, if me at 21 years old and they told me to put on a scuba suit and walk out in front of everyone i would have yeah. said fuck off because like right. what, what what is this like what was this a 60s thing like i i, I yeah. don't i don't know and I speaking of know. 60s yeah. this movie has a lot of uh almost taboo stuff in it oh, for, <laughs> for sure for i mean it was very it was very taboo for the time and it's it, yeah and it, it's very much a 60s film but it's uh, yeah it, it has that um there's that crazy m- moment in there of just him being um, kind of put on display and then kind of um, you know shown on for all of his parents' friends and submerged underwater and just and you know you, you know you know like I was saying you know he's they keep he keeps trying to go, you know go get out of the water and they keep pushing him back down and so you see like it basically shows like yeah he's being he's being drowned he's being he's being suffocated and he you know he and so you 
immediately understand why, even though he was so reluctant before, he you know you absolutely understand why he turns to Mrs. Robinson at that. Point. Well, yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, you know, I, I, I was originally going to ask, what do you think the catalyst was to for him to eventually call her and basically start this affair? But so, do you think it was the that kind of that scene, the drowning? You know, he's he's yeah. drowning. Yeah, I mean, it's very uh, symbolic in that way. It's not something specific. It's but it's a. I mean, it really it sums up everything. You know, it's why he's. I mean, it, it, it sums up every. You know, why he, of how unhappy he is and 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 how um you know just how panicked he is because he has no idea what to do with his life. And so it's just, it's anything to, anything to get, you know, to, to relieve himself, you know, of that. And, um, you sure. know, any way to yeah. just get, you know, get another, you know, stop the world I want to get off, you know, it really sums up his um, internal, internal mechanism. It really, you really understand why he's, well, his motivation at that point. Right. Definitely. And I love the, you know, when they are in the hotel for the first time and, you know, she oh says to God. get a room, he's, <laughs> he's getting a room. It's like, First writes down his own name, you assume, because he puts the card back in his in his suit and yes. <laughs> he says, Is everything all right, sir? He's like, Yeah, yeah everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> he writes down oh, Mr. God. Gladstone yeah. and uh no luggage, the whole toothbrush thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, it's it, 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 it everything about that scene is so uh, you know, like like everything before, so uncomfortably awkward. And he, you know, he has, he, he has no idea how to go about this. He's, he's racked with guilt, but yet he, he knows he has at that moment, he has no other choice because he is so, he's so miserable. There's it's the only, the only thing, you know, the only thing worse than dealing with this guilt is, you know, um, you know, going home and, you know, facing the rest of his life. And so this is what kind of keeps him, keeps him doing this and keep going forward. And yeah, but, but yeah, the, I mean, I love the um, cameo from um, Buck Henry, who, who was one of the writers on it. And um, which one was he? He was the hotel clerk. You know, the one with the gray line. Okay. Are you here for an affair, sir? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Are you here for yes. an affair, sir? Yeah. 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 What? What? <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. That great <laughs> moment. And and again, yeah. Big, and again, it's this. It, it's that it, that almost this kind of surreal paranoia that sets in of just like he feels like everyone is watching him. And I feel like that's kind of what that the the, the hotel clerk kind of represents is you know he feels like there's it, that's like the person who knows that's the person who's judging him. You know, and it, you know he's right. always like explaining you know oh i'm i just i got my toothbrush you know you know he gives that little fake yawn and the oh, well i'm going to bed <laughs> it's so great i love that i was oh, i laugh so hard at that every time it's just like that fake yawn the awkwardness oh like you he didn't have to say anything he could have just walked to his room <laughs> right <laughs> nothing nothing needed to be said there <laughs> Yeah, because he always is, he's trying to fill those moments and he's trying to justify everything. And he's, you know, because he knows what he's doing is wrong. And he, he wants right. to, he, he wants kind of the world to know that he's still a good person. And, um, you know, and, right. I, and that's, and, you know, and that makes, that's what makes it so relatable. And, you know, because we've all found ourselves in that situation of doing something that we know is not right. And, you know, we're, we still just want people to know that, you know, despite that we were trapped in this 
in this bad situation, we want people to know that we're still that we're still okay, you know. And I think it's right. It's yeah, so definitely. it makes it so relatable. Yeah, and you know, you brought up, uh, you know, the only you you said the only alternative is you know having a life or going back to his parents or whatever. But uh, there you have that scene. I think mm-hmm. it might have been during the montage. They're like eating dinner, and he gets up and shuts the door on them and then goes back to watching TV. Like, you know, yes. almost, you know, saying like, you that know, I don't so want to be a part of this. I don't want what they have or, or it could also yeah. represent that, you know, I'm ashamed of what I'm doing. I don't want you a part of this right now. You know, I, I think it could kind of go bit either way there. The both. Yeah. I mean, there's that great scene with his, with his mother where she's basically where she's asking him what's going on and he can't tell her. And he's basically saying like, Oh, I just drive around. And she basically, you know, he, you know, she says like, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. And he goes like, Oh no, I I want to tell you, but of course he can't tell her. And, you know, and she basically says, you can't be honest with me. I don't want you to say anything. And, you know, and so then, and then that great cut where he's like, he's, you know, he's, he's calling after her and then it bleeds right into the next scene with, Mrs. Robinson, you know, when he's kind of when right. he's trying to have a real connection with, with 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 her, and you know, and he's really trying to, you know, he's he he is trying to have a a connection with you know with his with his parents with you know with her with anyone and um, he's, yeah and, he's trying know, he's yeah just, like you said anyone yeah he's trying to have a con- connection with anyone that's why he's you know eventually says to her like I want to have a conversation can't we talk before we do this which you know and she, she does not want to do yeah <laughs> yeah exactly now do you think you know we've p- talked about Benjamin you know this whole time but is it going to Mrs. Robinson a little bit do you mm-hmm. think this is her f- first affair so that's interesting I mean yeah <laughs> yeah no it's an, it's an interesting question I I mean, I think it's certainly it's probably the first in some time, you know, because uh, because of because of the amount of um, because, you know, the the degree to which she pursues him. I mean, I think it's very clear that she that he's basically the, um, you know, the you know, the main person of available to, you know, to her. And I think um, I think it's certainly been some time. You know, because I think she's very, I would imagine it's, you know, it, it hasn't, it's been, it's been a very long time since she's, since she's had the experience of being desired by anyone. So, um, right. I think it's, yeah. And then you got this up and coming, you know, this, this guy who just got home from college and everything yeah. this up and coming, you know, possibly successful man, you know, he's there. And then I'll, obviously we hear the story about her, you know, how, why she got married in the first place. It wasn't necessarily right. because she wanted to, but because she no. was pregnant, you know, so she's, you know, right. had, uh, you know, who, who knows, probably an unhappy marriage, you know, throughout all this, but uh, I think yeah, that's pretty just, clear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. That, and I always just, whenever I see Murray Hamilton, I just think jaws. The one you can't trust the one, the one telling you everything's okay. Right before someone gets their, their arm ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the one who doesn't give yeah. a shit because i love the the little gag they do a couple times with you know your your drink is uh scotch right and he's like no bourbon he still pours him a scotch anyways and <laughs> and later on he does the same thing <laughs> your, your drink is still scotch right <laughs> exactly yes yeah no it's it, yeah it kind of it almost represents i don't know just those type of men they they only 
want to hear themselves talk. They just, you know, they, they don't they don't care what people are telling them. They just want to hear themselves talk. They're egotistical. They want to, you know, give their advice to the young men because they're so smart. They're so great. So I think it, you know, represents that a little bit. I mean, I mean, the majority of of the of the men portrayed in the film, like his his father, his own father, Mr. Braddock, and uh, and uh, yeah, Mr. Robinson, and then you know that. Um, that uh, that other that other great moment, you know, that we'd be remiss in and 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 passing over from from earlier on the I think the character's name is Mr. McGuire, the one who takes him aside to tell him about plastics. Yep, <laughs> which it fits in the movie, you know, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just always wondered why it was you know because i think it's like on afi's like top 100 quotes of all time mm-hmm. and that always surprises me you know because it's such a little moment in the movie but you know it's it's a yeah. funny moment you know it's just like okay plastics but i still kind of i'm just like huh that's interesting that it's a famous it's quote but it's easy to overlook i mean yeah. i think it's just the it's the absurdity of it i think it's just the idea that you know yeah that he's um that he's putting so much importance on this <laughs> right and he doesn't elaborate at all doesn't elaborate no and again it's it you know he has the answer and you know and then of course right. it's you know there it, the idea of um i mean you can certainly extrapolate from that the you know what what about plastic itself what does plastic mean you know everything everything's fake everything is um is synthetic you know it's a it's this um it's it's like factory made um you know future that's kind of there waiting for us and you know and right and you know there's really no and it's all it all looks the same there's nothing there's no real future there's there's nothing there's nothing personal about it's all just it's all it's all plastic. Yeah. It's all cold and emotionless, you know, and that's kind of the, I think what it's so, what the significance of it is that it's so, it shows him in that moment, you know, basically like, this is what's waiting for you. This is, you know, this is, you know, you finish school. This is everything that's, this is everything you, you know, you know, now the world is your oyster, blah, blah, blah. You know, what's waiting for me? Plastics. That's it. You know, that's, you know, and so I think yeah. it, it's, and you see if just how, how uninspired he is. And I, I mean, I, you know, how could he not, you know, and, uh, you know, and so it's just that, right. that thing of like, great, you know, I spent four years and, you know, for what? Plastic. Apparently, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it kind of represents the, yeah, super superficialness of 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 it all, you know. I mean, and and the like you said, the synthetic, the the fake, the fakeness, and you know, even their relation, his, you know, quote unquote relationship with Mrs. Robinson. I mean, it's plastic. It's not real. It's not a relationship. It's just you know them going to bed, and that's when he finally, it's yeah, yeah, it's routine. It's almost transactional. It's, you know, I mean, right. it's exactly. kind yeah. of, um, it's an exchange of goods, basically. I mean, it's just, you know, goods and services. Yeah, you know? it's, um, yeah. it's just, it's all, all physical, all physical. <laughs> it's all physical. Yeah. And, you know, she, she doesn't, you know, she clearly, I mean, that scene between he tries to talk to her is so great because she, she clearly doesn't want to. Um, doesn't want to talk because she doesn't want to be reminded of of the of the life that she's trying to escape. And you know, I mean, right. there's that great moment yeah. of you know when they're trying to figure out something to talk about, and she was like, um, you know, oh, she's like, oh, well, let's you know, let's talk about art. You know, what kind of art do you prefer? And she's like, oh, I don't care about any of it. You know, like, oh, well, 
you know, she's like, oh, I, you know, do you like art? She's like, no, I don't even, I don't like art. You know, and then you find out that she, she majored in art and, you know, and she had to give it up, right. you know, when she, when she got married and, you know, so she doesn't want to be, um, I mean, it's, it, it's so interesting that she, she brings up art. She kind of, she kind of, right. she, she kind of reveals part of herself in that moment. She reveals that she, that art was one time something that she, that she loved and, um, and she gave it up. And so there is that, it's almost yeah. the kind of, you know, she's, you know, that's like the most she can do as far as reveal herself and be vulnerable. And, you know, but it's in this very kind of, you know, um, go around kind of way, this indirect kind of way. Um, it's so, sure. it, it's, yeah. a, it's yeah. so, it's so interesting that way. And, you know, you see in that moment, right. just how, yeah. how, how miserable she is and just how, how trapped she is. And I think that's really what, what I think what brings them together is that they're both, they're both feeling incredibly trapped in their lives. That's what they can, right. even though they yeah, can't, yeah, it's, it's, um, they don't have the tools to connect emotionally and be vulnerable with each other. But that is the thing that, that, that is their commonality. That is why they come together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're both yeah kind of trapped in this thing. And I think in a way she almost wanted to reveal that about herself. But then, you know, when he asked, you know, what kind of art she, you know, says, no, you know, she doesn't like exactly. any. So I think she, she, she did it, uh, you know, kind of it intentionally, it seems. But then obviously right. he brings up a lane and that's a no, no subject. And, you know, that's, you know, because yes. again, it reminds her of, her her life and and everything like that but uh yeah, yeah i mean the the elaine stuff uh got to get mm-hmm. into that a little bit uh you know his uh parents keep insisting that he he takes her out uh takes yep. her out on a date and he you know kind of jokes to mrs robinson that he's gonna do it and that sets her off saying like that you don't you dare don't you dare do Absolutely. it um and yes which and i don't he, he he can't take a hint like it's like dude like why why, why would she want you to date her, especially with what you're right? But doing you know, but he, again, like, he, feels, he can't take that hint. I think he he just. I mean, I think it, again, it's um, he's so pressured by his parents, and you know, he's so. Um, he, I mean, he, yeah, he. I think he understands why she doesn't want him to, but he's he's so. Um, he's, he's, he's being so pressured by his parents to do it, you know, because, because again, they're expecting him to do, they're expecting him to do something. They're expecting him to meet a girl. They're expecting, you know, there's, there's all these expectations. So it's, again, it's like, you know, he's, he's been trying to escape the expectations of his parents, but he can't. And he's kind of, so he ultimately has to appease them somehow, you know? Right. Yeah, because he's get kind of given that ultimatum that uh, they don't realize is an ultimatum uh, that, uh, you know, he's he's got to uh, take her out. Um, he's then they give the idea of, oh, why don't we have all all the Robinsons come over? And it's like, Ooh, let's not do that. Let's do that. <laughs> he's like, all right, I'll just take her out. And then he has that uh, in kind of intense conversation with Miss Robin, Mrs. Robinson right before their <laughs> first date, you know, and he's like, I'm, yep. I'm just taking her out this once. Uh, you know, it's it's not going to be anything and uh and she's like says how she made her uh wishes very clear to him and all that uh but he he takes Mm -hmm. her out and uh it's uh this is this is uh some beginning to a date huh right it's well yeah (laughs) he's clearly he's clearly trying to to sabotage it he's he doesn't you know he again he's at first he's he's doing this to appease his parents he you know they they've been pressuring him so He's basically doing everything he can to 
um, uh, to sabotage the date. He's being very passive. He's driving like a maniac. He, ta- you know, and then he he takes her to a strip club. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, anything he can do. It's like every, you know, every like what are the th- things I can do to sabotage this date? And he basically he follows the rule book. You know, very you know to the to the to the note. You know. Yeah, it's uh yeah he's yeah he's totally trying to sabotage it. It's almost the the opposite of Travis Bickle in uh, Taxi Driver. He takes his date to a porn movie and he has no idea right. that's not the thing you know you shouldn't do where exactly. uh, uh, benjamin dustin hoffman he, he takes her there right. knowing, yeah, no, he, he, oh, he's very he's very yeah. aware of what he's doing right absolutely but then yeah you got the stripper you know with her tassels around elaine's head tassels and around so uncomfortable. her you Right. <laughs> yeah and it was so oh like it's so, and then right. that's and when he, he realizes what he's doing like he's like i'm making this girl cry like for what you know she didn't do anything wrong like she you know why why should i be doing this to her you know so right uh, he does the right thing and chases after her and they have a nice evening with burgers and everything just talking you can you can see them connect you see and you see you see for the first time that he's actually connected with someone that he actually has a a, you know, a legitimate connection with someone. And um, with that moment of, of um, when, when he's, when he sees the tears in her eyes and he sees how much she's hurting and, you know, and, and, and then, and then later when he, he feels like he just needs to be, you know, he just needs to be rude to people, you know, like there's just this pressure to just right. be, you know, to be rude to people. And like, she's exactly what you mean, you know, and, you know, it, you know and they have this moment of, you know, this connection because they both come from, these very rich, wealthy families, you know, they're very, you know, that are very emotionally shut off. And it's like, you know, they both, they, they both have this need to just poke a hole in things. They want, they, they want a meaningful connection. They want, they, they want to kind of, you know, like Truman show, like, you know, busting out of the, you know, busting out of the walls, you know, it's like they, he, they want out of this like fake existence, you know? Well, I was wondering why, you know, after one date, essentially he fell in love with her, but you got to think about, you know, where his head was at, what he's been doing for months That's right. uh, with essentially no conversation. But then when they shut the uh, convertible and it closed the windows and you don't we don't hear anything, but we just see them talking away, talking away, talking away. This is his first real connection and conversation with someone that I he's had that. in yeah. who knows how long. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. it's love it, that. it's understandable that he would jump to that conclusion. I'm in love with her. I want to marry her and all that. So, um, uh, it's I love that moment when he shuts the convertible and then we, they become silent to us. It's almost this kind of it's almost kind of breaking the fourth wall in a way of just like we're suddenly aware of that barrier like between us and the us and the characters. And um, sure. And it's this kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's this kind of moment where, you know, we we don't you know, it's like we almost feel voyeurs, you know, this whole time, you know, whereas we've been we've been watching, you know, we we get to see this affair, you know, unfold. We get to see, you know, we've seen all these other things, you know, pan out. But then, you know, you know, in this in a moment, in a moment when two people really connect, we're not we're not privy to that. It's like this. This is so this is intimate. Like this is this is a private moment. And we've seen so many 
quote unquote yeah. private moments before, but this is but this is a true private moment that we don't we sure. the audience don't get to be privy for. We don't get to be present for it. It's like it's so intimate and, and private that we don't we don't even we the audience don't even get to hear it. Oh, and I, I love that. Excellent point. Yeah, I love that. That is yeah, that is great. Uh, that's that's why um, you're you're now on the show. You're now on the show permanently. So uh, buckle <laughs> in. Um, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, we're we're we we can't see that. That's way too intimate. That's you know, mm-hmm. that's this is this is what he needs. This is what you know is is yeah. truly what what someone needs is that connection with someone, yes. human connection, mm-hmm. not in the physical way, not just the physical way, but in that that emotional emotional way. Uh, exactly. level as well yeah yeah and then we get the uh you know him coming but the next day we get the rain scene where mrs robinson comes out says just drive up the block and you know is telling him basically yeah she threatens him you know to not see her yeah to you know basically says she's gonna do anything she can to stop it you know and basically you know basically pulls out all the stops and so forces him to to then um, basically reveal everything to to Elaine, you know, moments later. Yep. Yep. And uh, and yeah, that that causes him to chase chase uh, her after uh, to Berkeley, um, which we find out, you know, once he gets a hold of her, um, you know, after he's following her around in the zoo and stuff, <laughs> he sort of walks up to her to to Carl. He's like, oh, we were going to we thought we were going to meet you with the monkeys. <laughs> like he's like totally they have the, like he's, the upper you know, hand with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, he, they just walk away. His little butt, and, yeah. butting in, right? Yeah. And then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him. I love that moment of just him stuck at the monkey cages, and and you right. know, like just kind of you know watching the you know watching the monkeys just kind of um you know um, in their kind of environment and then there's that there's that seemingly inexplicable moment of just that zoom in past him to this like older gorilla and you know just kind of alone right and it i i just love that moment i mean it just kind of it almost kind of symbolizes like what's like the future that's left for him. It's like, you know, this like, you know, this kind of older male just kind of grasping to the, on, uh, you know, on their fading virility, you know, this like, you know. Um, right. And you know, kind of disgraced alone, this, like, you know, you know, this, you know, this like kind of the man that he wanted to be. And then there's, this is like all that's left, you know. It's, it's a right. great little moment. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I always wonder about those moments. Like, how, uh, you know, if that was something that was, that, uh, that was discovered, uh, that was an, an accident that was discovered on set or is something that was preconceived, you know, weeks before I, I, you know, but it's, it was such a brilliant moment. Yeah. Cause I was wondering, yeah, I mean, they, they show that, you know, one shot of the, the gorilla and yeah, I was kind of, I, I guess I didn't really give it much thought. But yeah, I mean, every every shot, there's a reason for every shot. I mean, why yeah. just show a gorilla on his own? Like, oh, here, the, he's exactly. at a zoo still. Here's a gorilla. Um, exactly. You know, no, but Here's that's a, a great point, yeah. how it represents, yeah, it represents him being, you know, the, the, that's could end up being him, just alone, old and alone. And, you know, because I... I kind of, I kind of screwed things up, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, did something that was wrong and, you know, just, uh, this is, this is, uh, how things, uh, you know, the consequences of what, what I did. And, you know, we, we do find out though, which is interesting that, you know, cause you wonder like, 
how this, you know, how the situation happened. But, you know, we find out that Mrs. Robinson essentially told Elaine that he raped her. And that was a, that was a crazy moment. <sighs> yeah. We get that reveal, you know. It's still a shocking <laughs> moment. Even, even, you know, over 50 years later, it's still just a, you know, a, you know kind of a, a devastating yeah. moment, you know, when you realize the level of, you know, betrayal and how she's completely villainized him you know as you know as a way right. to you know retaliate against him right but yeah i mean then that's yeah. when yeah elaine elaine screams and for some reason the the landlord does not like benjamin he does he does not like him at all but he he says it he says yeah. it right now i don't like you i don't like you yeah <laughs> you know? did you uh, um speaking of jaws did you see the the student did you recognize the student there i must not have the, no the who was it that pokes his head in there is uh, the one the one who po- uh, pokes his head in there is like says you want you want me to call the my, yeah, should I call someone? Should I call someone? That's Richard Dreyfus. What? Wow, I did not realize that. Look at that. Yeah, Richard take a look Dreyfus again. It's Richard. It's, it's, it's Richard Dreyfus. It's Richard <laughs> Dreyfus. <laughs> Man, wow. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look back at that because yeah, it's. Uh, I, I want to say I was thinking he maybe looked familiar, but yeah, I guess yeah, I did, that's yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there yeah, he is. A bit, a, I'm looking. Yeah, very early role. He's yeah. boarding house. Yeah. He's. Cr- He's uncredited as boarding house resident on IMDb. Yeah, but so he has like that one line. In it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I know. Um, yeah, the um, yeah, that's yeah with um, Norman Fell who plays the um, the, the boarding house um, landlord, and um, I um, right. I love that moment when when he's when he's first running the room to him, and he's like saying like you know you know asking him why he's here, and you know. And, and he's saying, you know, you're not one of those agitators, are you? You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, and it's yeah. It, it, yeah, it's it's that great little it's that great little moment, uh, you know, kind of moment is you know, kind of um, you know that uh, you know that, it kind of reflection on on the times and what's going on, and you know, and of course, you know, you know, there was so much of that going on at Berkeley at the time in the San Francisco area, and of course, and of course, Benjamin is, you know is so removed from that. And, and, you know, he's not, he's not fighting for anything and, you know, and he's so, right. he's so kind of, you know, being on, being at Berkeley, being, being in that environment is, you know, again, another situation where he's just completely out of his element. And it's just, you know, it's oh, a kind absolutely. of where it's like wherever he goes, he doesn't fit in. And it's just like, you know, you just really, right. you really get that sense. You know, he's just, he's completely displaced kind of wherever he goes. He's not, you know, who knows where he's going to end up, you know, you know, because he's just, yeah, he's so adrift at this point, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, he doesn't know where he's going to end up. We don't know where he's going to end up. And yeah, yeah you, th- you, you know, obviously we're going to get to the end here in a minute, but uh, yeah, I mean, we, we, we sure might yeah. still not, sure we, are, we yeah. still might not know uh, <laughs> at right. the end where, where he's going to end up. Uh, his mm-hmm. uh, Elaine's dad, Mr. Robinson shows up uh, at, yeah. uh, at the dorm room uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, drops some, uh, you know, threatening, uh, threatening comments to, to Benjamin saying, you know, if you ever see Elaine again, you know, you're going to end up, you know, I'm going to prosecute. I could get you in jail. You know, send you to jail. You're, you're scum, you're filth, you know, he's, yeah, he does not mince words, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, and you, you know, you don't, uh, necessarily, care for mr robinson up until this point but you know at this point he has every right to be angry at the kid yeah, you know of he, course uh, of course i mean did. he's yeah i mean yeah. you want i mean yeah it's he's very much he's 
a representative of so uh, so many people of that time, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, at the same time, though, you, you know, it's clear that, you know, he and Mrs. Robinson, they, they have a, a loveless marriage, you know, you, you know, they got, right. you know, they, um, they came together by obligation. And, and so, so yeah, you, I mean, right. you certainly, you see how much he's, you see how much he feels betrayed. You see, you know, but, but, you know, for the, I mean, for the purpose of this, you know, being, his, you know, Benjamin's story, he is, you know, he becomes more the protagonist, the, the, an antagonistic character. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, cause obviously him and him and Elaine kind of rekindled their, their little relationship they had because she kind of accepts, accepts what he told her and you know she obviously yeah. has feelings for him um obviously they you know if he knew the robinsons his whole life obviously he's uh, th- obviously their date wasn't the first interaction these two have had with each other too so that you know makes it more sense that you know he did fall in love with her and everything like that so i mean it's yeah, it, again it it's is. uh yeah you you could look at it on the surface and be like they had one date. How is he in love with her? But you know when you really dig deep, it's like okay, you you, you can you can understand it more. I see um, that? Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, yeah, you can um you can see how he's in love with her. But I mean, it's also you, and we'll get to it. But you, it is a, a an an idea, a matter of you know this is you know again this is you know he's you know he's lived such an isolated life, and you know she. It's not like, you know, he went to Berkeley and, you know, fell for some like flower, flower child or something, you know, this is someone, you know, right. he didn't step outside his element, you know, he didn't meet like some, you know, you know, art student, you know, or, or you know, a, you know, a humanitarian, you know, graduate, you know, is right. searching for social justice. It's, you know, he's, you know, he married someone who's right, who's right there, who's still fairly right there in front of him. He's someone who's basically, he was, who was still like presented to him. You know, and you know, and yeah, they right. have a yeah, lot and they have a lot in common because they're both trying to they're both trying to escape from their, you know, from their upbringing. But, you know, but it is I mean, it's it's almost, uh, you know, and it's not quite like an, an arranged marriage, you know, but it is like, you know, they, they've been like set together. I mean, it's certainly not, you know, because right. at, at yeah. the end, but it is this idea of them. It's something familiar. It's something they, you know, it's right. not, they don't have yes. to step too far yeah. outside their comfort zone. It is, this is someone they know. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, yeah. It's someone familiar, like you, like you said. Yeah. And I mean, you were saying, you know, about the end. I mean, we're essentially at the end here. Again, we don't have to go in chronological order or anything, nope. but uh, yeah, he goes chasing after her. We hear, uh, you know, that she's uh, going to get married to this Carl guy, which uh, seems like she's essentially forced into. Doesn't seem like she. You know, uh, yeah, it doesn't really love, doesn't seem so. Uh, but yeah, no. uh, you got, uh, and I love the the background music, the the famous Mrs. Robinson song. Yeah, it's from, not, uh, not the, uh, it's a different yeah. different version than the one that beca- that got the radio play. But it's a, uh, yeah, it's a right, it's a, yeah. yeah. But it, yeah, that, that, the way yeah. the, the way they, I like how they uh, originally yeah. they play it first with the whist, like whistling mm-hmm. a little bit. They play in one scene, and then then you know later on they play with with some lyrics and everything. With some lyrics, is, yeah, you know that nice, that kind of that yeah. that that sort of that staccato strumming. You know, it's it, yeah, right. Kind of yeah, that's the tension. Definitely, it, 
Yeah, it's great. Nice and upbeat. So yeah, he's he's essentially looking for the church she's going to get married in to stop the wedding. You know, the classic, I got to stop the wedding classic in time. Scene. Yep. And then uh, again, yeah. another, I love these, uh, for some reason, I just love little subtle things like this. You know, you see him running so far after he runs out of gas, but they mentioned earlier how he was a track star. So it makes sense that he's able to run so far, <laughs> you know, so, like, I don't know, like little subtleties like that. That's, like, that's a normally, good point. I didn't even yeah, think nor- I didn't yeah. even think of that. They do. They do set that. They do set that up. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, because, you know, normally someone would be like, oh, he's going to run that far and, you know, not be exhausted. Yeah. But again, he he yeah. he's I'm, used to it. He does absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> I love um, I love the moment, too, like when he's when he's looking for the um, when he's looking for the church and he um, he asks the, the the guy she's marrying, this guy, Carl Smith, he, you know, he goes and asks her his uh, asks around at his um, fraternity. And his fraternity brothers about uh, where he is, and you know, and um, you know, they're like, "Oh yeah, you, st- you, you know, he snuck off in the middle of the night to get married, you know." And then you know, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying of like, you know, before, like how he's, you know, he's certainly not, uh, you know, the, you know, the the fraternity guy who would be like, right. you know, patting you on the back for getting laid, you know, and you know, like right. there's that, and you. you you see how removed he is from these people as well. This is yet another kind of group that he doesn't fit in with. Like where there's that, that line, like one of them says like, Oh, you know, tell him to save a piece for me, you know, the wedding cake, you know? Um, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. They say like, Oh yeah. Oh, they're probably at the maternity house or something, you know? And you know, exactly. Like, like, just like, yeah. yeah. That, and the, yeah, those are the type of uh, kids who would be like, Oh man, you, you're with Mrs. Robinson. You're yeah, awesome, you got bro. the. Yeah, you're you're with a married woman. That's so yeah. that's so cool, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and, we get the yeah. we get the reality. We get the the actual uh, person with feelings with Benjamin. You know, he he's he's doing exactly. it, but he knows it's wrong, and he's not necessarily having fun with it. And uh, yeah, it's, no, no, he's yeah. not. He's really not having fun ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ever but, yeah, is so, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. This isn't a fun movie for him. He's not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he does get to the church and uh, yells Elaine, Elaine, Elaine. And it's right after they kissed. Because I guess that means you're officially married yeah. now when you kiss, you know, even if you didn't sign the marriage license or anything, right. you know, you're mm-hmm. you're officially married. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. But, yeah. uh, but in the, <laughs> yes. In the eyes of God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, you just have that 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 moment of him um, in the the ch- the the church window, um, uh, you know, above, uh, you know, in the pew window, just, um, you know, against the glass, almost in a almost in like a Christ-like position, you know, like, you know, with his arms, uh, arms spread out. I guess I was reading a lot of people thought that that, um, that that was intentional to be symbolic, but it was actually because they didn't, the, um, the owner of the church didn't want him actually banging on the glass. So they just had him with his arms out, like uh, arms spread out like that. You know, they like the, the, the oh, owner of the church threatened to kick them out if they, <laughs> if he banged on the glass yeah. Um, so so instead they just had you know by necessity just had him you know with, you know with his arms out to get her attention but we don't actually yeah. hear him banging on the glass we only see it you know uh, off camera um, right yeah, yeah. Which is a, just a funny moment but yeah and then you you get uh you know uh, 
inaudible uh, shots of Mrs. Robinson and Mr. Robinson like shouting things at him, and uh, right. then finally Elaine says, yeah, "Ben," I, yeah. like she kind of accepts it, and he runs runs down to her exactly. But he's got to go through her father first. He jumps over the the stairs mm-hmm. to get around him, and then he just he just plows through a group of people to get to her and uh, starts pulling <laughs> right, her away. Yeah, fights off the. Fights off the husband, you know. Um, you know, the Mr. Robinson fights. You know, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Elaine. Elaine pushes her pushes her mother away. You know, they both they fight them off, and then of course the the classic moment of you know where he fights them off with the with the giant crucifix and bolts the door with it i mean you know i mean you don't need to you, you, yeah you, we don't we don't you don't need to stretch too far to you know to, to see to see the symbolism there you know right it's, exactly um, yeah it works so well there the it is the power of yeah. christ compels you you know essentially is what he's saying it's, with them pretty much yeah i mean yeah, yeah. and and you know just but yeah, and the idea of just like you know trapping them with their own religion, you know, with right? Their own, Ooh, with, with the, yeah, yeah, that's uh, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah he uses that, it it's... against them, you know. The <laughs> yeah, you know, the kind of the tr- the 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 traditions of the church, you know. He basically right. uses it against them to you know to trap them there. It's a, yeah, it's a great you know a great yeah. little moment. It just it works so well. And and then yeah, after you know, Mrs. Robinson slaps Elaine. And then uh, she says it's too late, and you yep. know Elaine says for you, and it's like ooh okay, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, that was a jab at her exactly. mom. Exactly, and that's <laughs> but, that's the whole thing. And I think that's and that's I think the it really sums up why she didn't why she didn't want them together to begin with is because right. you know it's. Um, you know, it, it. You know, she doesn't want that reminder that you know that it is too late for her. You know, in, right. in the yeah. eyes of many. You know, I mean, maybe she'll find. You know, maybe she'll find something at some point. But especially in that society, the idea of you know at that point of you know of being a divorced woman at that age. You know, I mean, it's you know, yeah. I mean, the, it's you know, the society is not kind at that point. So it's, um, definitely, you know, the idea, you know, that, yeah, that it is, it, it, you know, it is too late that she's, you know, really, you know, she, she's, um, you know, she, she gave up her youth to, you know, to deal with this situation she found herself in. And, um, and, you know, and, and, and now there's certain things you can't undo at that point. So it's, um, not. Yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a very it's a very pointed moment. It's a very it's a it's a very powerful moment, and very yeah. some very so much sums up her character. You know? Right? Yeah, I mean, definitely. The tragedy, yeah, definitely. Of it, the tragedy. Oh, of, of, of right. Her, yeah, you know? and it, yeah, it kind of like you said, sums it up. Sums up, you know, kind of maybe why she was doing what she was doing. You know, it's like because it's like you know, I I still right. want a shot at something. You know, I need a little. Sp- not 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 necessarily as simple as spice in my life, but I I, I need some meaning, right? Uh, you know, a little bit, but uh, yeah, but, but anyway. you know, but again, you want something more. I mean, every I mean, everyone in this film they want something more, but they don't they don't know how to get it, you know. And right. she doesn't, you know. I think part of her would, you know, would um, part of her wants to love again, but doesn't know how, you know, and doesn't know right. and, and no, she she you know the only the last time she experienced love was as a young woman and she and and that and she can't have the she can't have that again she can't have the love of a young woman because she's a middle-aged woman 
you know, right. and yeah. it's a, it's a different, you know, it's a, it's a different, exp- it's a, it's a whole different experience and something she's not, she's not prepared for, you know, Definitely. and, um, you know, you know, there's that great moment, um, early on when Mr. Robinson says, you know, you'll, you'll never be young again. And that's so, there's so much of, of what this, of what this film is about is, you know, that is trying to hold on to youth and the, and people who, you know, that whole saying of, um, you know, youth is wasted on the young, you know, is very much, very much plays, it plays a part in this where, you know, the, the youth don't know, don't know what to do with their freedom and the, and the people and the, and the older generation, you know, are, you don't wish they still had it, you know. Well, and, and it's, it's uh, the the irony of that scene where he says, you know, uh, about him being still young is that he essentially is encouraging him to have an affair with his wife. You know, you're, you're, you're right, be yeah. Like you, you so don't have anything to lose out of this. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. He doesn't know. Yeah, doesn't know the yeah, irony of what, so. he's, what he's suggesting. But um, yeah. So then, so that you have the final scene of them yep. running off together. They, they, you know, they board the bus. And, um, and, uh, you know, you know, kind of out of breath, you know, together, they have their first kind of, you know, a moment together. And, you know, there's that whole, there's that wonderful shot of the, 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 the rest of the bus, you know, kind of <laughs> looking at them, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, perplexed and, um, and there's, and, and there's just that last shot of them just together, you know, um, not really certain of what to, of what to make of the situation. And, and you know, I've, I, I heard that, um, that, that they actually they left the um, they left the camera running. They left you know they they just let the scene go a little longer. And I think because of that, we get that just kind of that that uncertainty at the end of just you know they just kind of share that moment of like after they've they've fought so much to be together, now they're together, and it's like well well now what? And, right. And, yeah. and I think and, and you know we're kind of we're kind of stuck in the same in the same kind of situation we were in the beginning, you know, he's in the beginning, you know, he's, he's out of college and it's like, now what? And now he's, and now he's after all of that he's been through and, you know, they both been through, you know, now, now they're together and now they, they both are thinking now what, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's kind of, that's kind of, you know, that's, that's kind of what there we're left with is, you know, we don't know if it's going to work. Yeah. And it's uh, definitely one of those, one of those endings that kind of, I think left people torn, you know, I think people, you know, there mm-hmm. were, you know, film lovers, you know, cinephiles like ourselves. I think we appreciate those kind of endings up for interpretation, but you know, you can understand, you know, Absolutely. also people wanting an ending, wanting a distinct answer mm-hmm. as to what happened. But I just, yeah. I love that, that final shot, you know, sounds of silence playing again. And uh, it's like, what I, I believe it was was it sound of silence i believe it was yeah and it was still um, sound of yeah, silence yes yeah and yeah just them you know kind of their smiles fading into now what you know <laughs> now what do we do mm-hmm. uh so that yeah kind it's of just, awkward it's so again it's we're left with that kind of awkwardness it's like you know they don't know what to say they're not saying anything to each other it's just like you know just yeah. that, that kind of back and that nervous kind of eyeing each other you know now i'm with yeah. this person i guess you know now what do we <laughs> right. do? you yeah. know we're you know they're not obviously you know they're being they, they they've they've cut themselves off from their family they're you know they're you know who who knows what's going to happen you know it's um who who does know is right, but yeah. I'm going to ask, what does Galen Howard think happens after this? What happens after the credits roll? 
That's a good, yeah, it's such a good question. I think um, <laughs> to you. I, 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 yeah, to to me, I mean, I think there's. Um, I don't. I mean, I think in the in keeping with this um, with the themes of this film, I think there is there's and and why they give us this ending is that there's no there is no easy solution. I don't so. I, I think um, I think it's hard to say if they if if they end up together. I think you know they have to. I mean, I think where where the two of them are right now, I don't think they're necessarily they're prepared to um, they're prepared to be together because they're not prepared for anything. And that's kind of what this whole the whole film is is it, you know th- this is why this is why this film connected with so many people is that, you know it really spoke to you know the 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 youth at that at, at that time and um sure. and i think it's something that still rings true you know you know, you, you know many many years later is that, you know this idea that they're you know uh, you know the generation before them has not has not prepared them to you know for and you know to move forward and to really right. to think for themselves and to um you know and it was really you know as, as we were seeing at the time in the 60s it was really those who who fought to get outside of that, I think, you know, so, um, you know, they've certainly, they've certainly fought to, you know, separate themselves from their parents. I think, right. you know, um, as you can see you know, with my answer, I don't think there is an easy answer. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, do, <laughs> that's, the, that's, I think the if thing. they it's... do, if, <laughs> if they do end up together, I think it's, um, you know, if they, if they are able to make it work, I think it's, you know, I mean, that's a whole other movie. That's a whole other movie yeah, that's, of them uh, trying yeah, if, to if make it work. Able, but it doesn't. If they're, able to, if they're able to make it work, those are going to be some awkward uh, family Thanksgivings and Christmases and all that. That's going to be. Uh, it's going to be very right. strange. That's right. That's a whole other. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole. That you know. That's a whole other. That's a whole other movie of the just them of the, just them dealing with their shit for the first time and trying right. to, you know, trying to make it work, trying to be together. And, and, and you that's, know, that's, that's gotta be a comedy. And, you know, I mean, cause this movie had its comedic moments, obviously, you know, but I wouldn't label yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's a, comedy, it's a but, very funny but, movie, but yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> the, yeah. the sequel. The I mean, sequel is a hundred percent a comedy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's also very, um, it's, uh, it's, it could, it could be a comedy. It could also be like, you know, it could also be like a Bergman movie, you know, depending oh, yeah. on which direction it goes. <laughs> right. It could be like scenes from a marriage, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it depends yeah, on, exactly. on what direction it goes. But it's not. Yeah, they've got a they've got a rough road ahead of them, you know. Regardless, where whether oh, they whether they stay on the same path together or not, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be rough sailing. Yeah, but and it's, it's like uh, but yeah, that's, but, that's yeah. the last shot of the movie is them on a road, rough road ahead of them, road to, looking road forward. To who knows where. Exactly, they have no, they have no idea where that bus is going. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, it kind of, it, it's, it's a perfect pairing with that first, with the first scene of the, um, um, of you know him on that conveyor belt from the from the airport, kind of on this, you know, conveyor belt to nowhere, and now he's on this bus to somewhere who knows right. <laughs> you know it's again it's just you're you're kind of just a they're just passengers they're just they're not driving the vehicle they're not you know they're not in control they're just a they're just passengers on you know wherever it goes 
So, right. you know, it's definitely, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it, I, I love the, the ending again. I love that it's open for interpretation, but, uh, but yeah, it's definitely that they, we, uh, as the audience are just like them. We have no idea what's ahead of us. We have no idea what's going to happen to them. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's what we're left with too. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're, it's we're there. Beautiful. Yeah. Them. It's a beautiful yep. ending. It, Maybe, you know, maybe she is uh, Meryl Streep's character in Kramer versus Kramer. You know, maybe that's what mm. it turns into. You know, you never right. know. Right. Where she ultimately <laughs> needs to free herself. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. yeah we don't know. Yeah, we yeah. don't. We don't. We don't have the technology um, to know. So, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the graduate, essentially. I mean, that's uh, 1967's The Graduate. Again, we could probably go for, for another hour. Uh, we could. Dissecting you know, this, but... <laughs> we could. But, you know, I think but, we've, we've covered a lot of ground for sure, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you, uh, the point, some of the points you brought up is uh, have kind of blown my mind, my man. So I appreciate so that. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, it's a uh, great what, conversation, you know? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. What? Anytime I get to come on and talk about like one of my favorite movies, it's just, you know, it's yeah. a, definitely a bright spot in this, um, um, you know, you know, very unprecedented time we're living in, you know, anytime I oh, just get 100%. to come, you know, you know. To talk yeah. with a uh, uh, you know a fellow cinephile about great movies, you know it's a, yeah you know Definitely, it's a bright man. spot for sure. I'm glad. I'm glad I could provide that bright spot for you. What's uh do you, do you have anything uh you can talk about that you're working on right now or anything? Uh, is there any streaming platforms we can see you at right now? What uh what what you got? Yeah, let's see what let's see what what's what's out there. I um I I've been I'm, you know you know keeping busy as much as I can, you know, with a you know you know developing a lot of personal projects you know taking the time to you know do a lot of that but you know there's um i have a number of other things that i've worked on that are uh, you know available now um i did um i was a i was the i was the star of a, of a of a really great music video for um the um the the electronic group um uh, disclosure for a, a video they did called energy which is you know it has this um um, you know, they, they built this kind of, you know, incredible kind of like retro future environment for that. And it's a, and it's also kind of an homage to, um, the sperm segment in everything you ever wanted to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask by Woody Allen. Um, ah, so, okay. um, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's a, it's a, it's a great video. They, this, um, um, this directing duo, they call themselves Kid Studio, and they did a just a they just did an incredible job with this video, um, and um, and that came out a couple months ago. That was a that was a great um, that was a great experience. Um, I have a an, I have a small part in a um, a thriller um, on, that's on available on Prime right now called. Uh, Shepherd um, with from um, from it chapter two and the comedian Greg Proops is in it um, and um, you know from a really great horror a thriller director named uh, Jordan McClure and I've got a I've got a, a an, I've got a, a nice little uh, pivotal scene in that and um, you can um, you can check me out in a, um, a short film online called Toother which is kind of a a sort of uh, a, a, a 
a paranoid comedy about a guy who um, who uh, who becomes uh, begins to suspect a, a a conspiracy in the dental hygiene industry, and I play Ooh. kind of a a um, you know kind of the um, um, this uh, the sort of the the conspiracy theorist, a dental hy- a dental hygiene conspiracy theorist. Um, so, uh, that was a, that's a great that's, thing. That's a great part that was on, um, that's available. You can find that on Vimeo and, um, yeah, those are, those are some things that have come out this year that I'm, I'm really proud of. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I've yeah. always, I've always thought like those, those dental hygienists, there's something about them, you know, there's, there's something about them that just doesn't sit right with me. It's a so. good, it's a good racket they got, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, right, it's been man. a pleasure, man. I really appreciate you coming on. You can come back anytime. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Oh yeah, definitely will, man. For sure. So there you have it. There was my conversation with Galen Howard. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Make sure you are subscribing to us on iTunes, rating and reviewing us. Rate, review, rate, review. Can't say that enough. But uh, yeah, had a lot of fun with Galen, as I said, and hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to follow him on all his social media platforms, and I will put that in the description to this episode so there you have it all right folks well that is it for me i'm ben as always grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies 